Sherman Live starts now. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome, KSL. It's Monday. Oscars weekend is over. We got all the news for you guys. Scott Mance is going to be calling in. From Maxis Hollywood, he's their film critic. He's going to give us some inside scoop. And check this out. We even may be talking to Jason Kennedy, our good friend who's been on the show many a time. He is going to be also giving us inside scoop. Uh, intro, uh, what is it? He did, I guess he did the intro to uh, the show or the end show. Anyway, all sorts of fun stuff for you guys. Pitbull right here, KSL. It's the all-new Cali FM. Yeah, my favorite station in the entire world. All right, Emma Baker, how are you? I'm good. So I hear you're going to be baking me something every uh, Friday. Is that true? Is oh, that the new thing? Yes, you better get prepared. Every Friday, I've decided that you are going to get a a treat. Yes, a surprise. That could sound bad to some people. Yeah. <laughs> every Friday, I'm going to get a treat live in the studio. Join me. Join me as Emma gives me a treat. No, I'm going to be baking some kind of delicious dessert, pastry, pie, cupcake, something or other, and. Um, you're gonna get it every Friday, so I'll kind of like give you little clues. Let's see this this Friday. Um, I feel like you can't come up with enough stuff. To be honest, there's no way. What baker can come up with enough stuff? Well, this baker can. Yes, this baker has the list. Actually, I came across a delicious recipe this weekend. So what was that? I can't tell you because you're getting it on Friday. Oh yeah, I guess that you. Can. I gotta so, go shopping today. So so every Friday, which is four times a month, you can come up with something new. Yep. No repeats. Nope. Watch. There might every, be a repeat of like a different every, kind of cookie. Every weekend is banana bread. <laughs> wow. So, all right. Well, I'm excited about that. Anyway, it has to be breakfast related. Okay. Yeah. Well, it does exactly because I I don't know. I get up early. You get up early, and we do the show. Yeah. All right. So check it out. Academy Awards last night. Uh, big winners. I couldn't believe this because I honestly I, I know some people out there are probably going to kill me. I hated the King's speech. <laughs> now I, I shouldn't say hate. I just disliked it. In fact, I fell asleep during part of it. Did Maybe you? I watched it, you know, at, so did one of my other friends. Maybe I watched it at a bad time. We screened it at a buddy's house, and, you know, it was okay. Why was it so bad? I just, I couldn't handle it. was just, it was so, there was not in a single explosion hmm. in the entire movie. And uh, what's a movie without an explosion? Right. I was so bored. I was completely bored by it. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, so King's Speech was named Best Picture last night. At the Academy Awards, uh, and it starred Colin Firth, who took Best Actor, actually. And here's, uh, I have a clip of Colin Firth accepting. And the Oscar goes to Colin Firth, The King's Speech. I have a feeling my career's just peaked. Well, I don't know. That's, it sounds like he uh, definitely He seemed was, really happy. My career's peaked. It's never going to happen again. Yes. So, and then we also, um, we have here that Natalie Portman was named Best Actress, um, specifically from her film Black Swan, but she was also in several other different films that came out this season. Um, and, you know, Kyle, what do you think about Natalie Portman? I, I, I think she's great. She's pregnant. Yeah, well, I like her because she's pregnant, first of all. <laughs> um, I love pregnant women. 
uh, attracted to them. I, that's so weird. I think she's uh, looked really great on the red carpet. She's way. okay. So, I, and I was talking about this this morning before the show. She's been in a ton of movies lately. I know, like four or five, and maybe four. First of all, where did she fit in with No Strings Attached? Like no that strings didn't see, that didn't oh, seem like a Natalie Portman. I don't think so movie. either. But she's I saw like, it. And, and it, it was, was really funny. Okay. See, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. It was really funny. Uh, I liked I, it. I, 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 you know, I, I like Natalie Portman a lot. Um, so she was named Best Actress for Black Swan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I never saw Black Swan, did you? No, I didn't. I never wanted to, to be honest. See, I'm not attracted to some of these. I honestly don't like a lot of the films anymore. For really? some reason, I've lost interest in half of these movies. Okay. Now, let me ask you, because Toy Story is a classic favorite did you ever see Toy Story 3? No. Because it won I Best do love, Animated Feature. I, okay. And um, it also won Best Song by Randy Newman, We Belong Together. Okay. Well, yes, so right. Good. Randy it's, Newman it's did. It's so cute. That. You just feel like, oh, this takes me back I've to heard, when I was a I, kid. I, my friends have said that it's uh, it, it's a great movie. It's some of their favorites. And actually, if you look on CaliFM.com, uh, there's a, you know, before the Academy Awards, uh, Mario, intern Mario from the show posted... Uh, I, I should call him intern Mario still. <laughs> he would kill me if he was in the studio right now. Uh, he wrote a whole thing about uh, the Academy Awards and Toy Story 3 making him cry or something. Did you see really? that at the no, end? No, I didn't read it. Did you, you didn't read it? No. You didn't read it? Okay. Well, look at that. Look at you. Go read it. Not, yeah, you guys read it. It's intern funny. Mario. And I'm going to make I'm gonna make Emma read it next song. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, you know, the, okay, listen. Here's Anyway, here's a montage from last night's Oscars. Uh, you know, so just kind of some of the acceptance speeches and everything. Just take a, take a listen to this. And the Oscar goes to Tom Hooper, the King's Speech. Wow. Um, thank you to all the members uh, of the Academy. This is an extraordinary honor. Um, I'd like to congratulate uh, my fellow nominees, um, Darren, David, David, Joel, and Ethan. Uh, your work this year has been extraordinary. And the Oscar goes to Christian Bale, the fighter. Vicky and Vicky, where's my quacker? Is he up there? Dicky's up there somewhere, mate. Hey, mate, you're the best. You're the best. I can't wait and listen. He's had a wonderful story, and I can't wait to see the next chapter of his story, you know? If, if you want to be a champ, if you want to go train with him, go meet with him. DickEckland.com. Go do it. Check him out, okay? All right? He deserves it. And the Oscar for supporter actress goes to me, Melissa Leo the Friday. He went by run out for a second. Amy, my sweet sister Adams, Jack, our lovely daughters. Okay. Yeah, I am kind of speechless. Golly sakes, there's people up there, too. And the Oscar goes to Natalie Portman, Black Swan. Uh, thank you so much to the Academy. This is insane. Um, and I, I truly, sincerely wish that the prize tonight was to get to work with my fellow nominees. I'm so in awe of you. And the Oscar goes to Colin Firth, The King's Speech. I'm afraid I have to warn you that I'm experiencing stirrings. Um, uh, some in the upper abdominals, which are threatening to form themselves into dance moves. And the Oscar goes to...
the King's speech. Ian Canning. That's the big one. Right there. Even though I don't like the movie. Wow. What an incredible, but, incredible honor. What, and what an amazing year for film. Was it was Simon Cowell there last night? With those other films in that Sounds category. Sounds just, just like him. Absolutely incredible. I have some things to say about these movies. Uh, they all sucked. And I, <laughs> I can tell you that you're never going to make it in this industry. I can't, I can't talk like him at all, you know. I'm, I'm like trying as hard as I can. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, listen, we'll be right back. Uh, 2 a.m. Let me down easy. It's 1 of 3.1. Cali FM, you're listening to KSL. Emma Baker, love you. You're amazing. Thank you. More Oscar talk in a sec. Blackberry, iPhone, Android. We're live 24-7 worldwide. Head to mobile.califm.com on your smartphone to start streaming Cali FM now. This is Kyle Sherman, live. Live, live, live. At least that's what they call it anyway. Hooray for Hollywood! Oscar weekend is over, and I'm so happy because that means I can gracefully drive down Highland Boulevard without being blocked off. I think things are still locked up there, actually. Were they closed? I have to tell you guys, who don't, or who, who, who are not natives, because we are broadcasting worldwide. And I have to say, I hate every Academy Awards season because the Kodak Theater is right on Hollywood Boulevard between Highland and La Brea. And what does that mean for us citizens here in Los Angeles? It means we can't get anywhere because they shut down every single road in, like surrounding the entire area. And, it, and Hollywood already has enough traffic as it is. Yeah, well, you know. I was so angry yesterday. Make way for all of the stars. Oh, they're so important. <laughs> so, well, speaking of stars, last night on the red carpet, Holly Berry got some serious notice in a nude colored and crystal encrusted uh, gown Nudes become really With popular. Ruffles, yeah. I will. You know, I first of all, I love nude. Let's hear you talk about some nude. <laughs> okay, so I, I actually saw a picture and and I thought she looked good. Yeah, she looked. I nice. did. We'll see what fashion police on E says. Yeah, Juliana. We'll see. We'll see if she's uh, if she's excited. Did you see Jennifer Hudson? I, you know what, Jennifer Hudson, she was, she wore what, uh, an orange uh, dress or something. Like that? Yeah, she wore an orange Versace dress, and she actually was showing off her post baby body, looking, looking very nice. She, she is fit as Kelly Ripa. She's had like twenty kids. Has she really? And I have some news about Kelly Ripa for Slubby Milk coming up. Oh, okay. I, I have a little like a little insider information. So Melissa Leo was really kind of a popular one yesterday. Um, not only did she unexpectedly drop an f bomb. Oh, which is hilarious. Yeah, listen to this. Yeah, I am kind of speechless. Golly sakes, there's people up there, too. When I watched Kate two years ago, it looked so... It looked so effing easy. That's what she said. And she was like, she didn't know what to do. Yeah, she was like covering her face. She didn't know what to do. Melissa Leo was freaking out. So funny. She um, so funny. So on she, the red carpet, she was wearing a floor-length, uh, sparkly dress. Apparently, she looked gorgeous. She did. She looked good, accepting her, her award last night. Right. And then her all her class went out the window. Yeah. The, the trailer came out. <laughs> if you're listening from a trailer right now and you're wearing a sparkly dress, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. What Who else? Who else was on the, car- on the red carpet? Uh, uh, you know, um, what I found funny actually, speaking of the the carpet though, is. Kim Kardashian tweeted about Holly Berry that we were just talking about. Uh, Holly Berry looks amazing 
Reese Witherspoon's hair is classic and cute. She looks timeless. So, so I thought it was funny that Kim Kardashian's like watching at commenting. home. Yeah, and I like can't imagine. I like I just couldn't imagine that. Like with her like three dogs on her lap, you know. That's so and funny. And her Bentley out front. She's like at home, ta- you know, watching the Oscars. She wasn't the only one tweeting. Melissa Joan Hart was at home. Uh, she said, "Seriously, there has not been a dress yet that I didn't like." Um, Mandy Moore, Kate Blanchett, and Haley Steinfeld. Stunning and stunning. So, a lot of tweets, a lot of yeah. celebrity tweets from yesterday. Actually, I was seems like a lot of people actually didn't go. I was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, well, I think well, obviously Melissa Joan Hart's not going to be invited to the Oscars. Right. Like, what's the last thing she did? Carissa explains it all. Was that is, <laughs> was that her show? What's the one with the cat? Is that the show? I have no idea. Do you remember the black cat? The the automatic like it, it was like the black cat that would move around. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That's was that right. Clarissa explains I, it all? I think it might have been. I think you're right. I don't remember. I don't either. God. Jeez. So Natalie Portman on the red carpet yesterday, of course, you, everyone knows she's still pregnant. Um, and she looked really nice at the sh- at the awards. She hasn't had a premature baby yet. <laughs> Last night she wore a violet colored gown um, and a silk chiffon. And um, she was on the red carpet with her black swan co-star Mila Kunis, um, who sported a sexy lingerie style gown. I love her. I love Mila. Yeah. I truly do. The, everyone, they're so beautiful. I mean, they're just classic. That's the only reason I like her. <laughs> so let's see. Who else tweeted on here? I want to see. Oh, Kate Walsh. I thought this was kind of funny. I, you know, I, and I, I actually didn't. I had a DVR of the Oscars. I had to watch them a little later, but later on than, uh, than other people. So I, had to, I was watching the tweets, though, before I saw the show. Kate Walsh. This was a funny tweet. Quite possibly the worst Oscar show ever. Well, you know what's crazy is that not only did she have a bad comment about it, but other people were saying that James Franco was called too stiff. His co-star, Anne Hathaway, was criticized for being too perky. I mean... You know, they just can't get it right, apparently. I don't know why. I, you know. Why? I, why were- I don't know why they even chose them. We talked about this, but you know, and actually in that article that, that intern Mario posted, intern Mario, he's going to be so mad if he's listening right now. <laughs> uh, but in that article, he talked about them doing it too. It's so why would they choose them? Well, they're kind of, of all, an odd pair. All people. Really? They're an odd pair. Really? It's yeah. not necessary. I know. It's not necessary. I don't know. I'm just, I, I, I'm, I, I'm not a, I, I'm a fan of like having somebody a little, like Conan O'Brien is funny to me. Like somebody that's fun to watch. That's why it was boring. Uh, speaking of Conan O'Brien, listen to this. Watching the Oscars, not crazy about the womb Natalie Portman's baby chose to wear. <laughs> See, that's the kind of person I want hosting the Oscars. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want these Humor. random people. You know, here's a little tidbit of information. I used to live in James Franco's house. Not Did with you? James Franco after he moved out. Yeah. I rented. Wow. Yeah, up uh, in Studio City. And, did, you feel, and, did you feel really special? No. Okay. It, well, at first it did. But here's, <laughs> here's what's weird. The how He loves to paint, by the way. James Franco loves painting. Hmm. And so he painted all the light switches. So I had to replace <laughs> most of the light switches in the house. Were they random colors? They, yeah, they were like, it, was, it looked like a kid had gone through the house with a paintbrush <laughs> and painted everything. So knowing that he was going to host the Oscars, I was like... Ooh, that could be dangerous. He paints. He paints switches. Ooh. He paints switches. It's not good. That's so funny. Oh my oh, god. Oh man. Well, you know, whatever. Guys, one hundred three point one Cali FM. We're talking about the Oscars right now. If you're just joining us, and uh, and some of the tweets that celebrities tweeted yesterday. Here, Bill Maher posts, "Why is winning insane? We're insane for watching it on the lamelessness of the comedy." I know. See, that's the thing. They tried to make jokes, but they couldn't do it. They truly couldn't. Here's an excerpt uh, from the opening of the show if you want to hear it. 
they were making fun of Inception in the beginning of the show, and they kind of like did this whole thing. They put, you know, they put uh, the social network in there, and they like looked like they were in the oh. movie. It was this whole funny intro. Oh my gosh, you're all real. <laughs> but it wasn't actually funny. It's actually happening. Okay. Oh wait. Hello. So here you go. And welcome to the 83rd annual Academy Awards. Wow. And I must say, you look so beautiful and so hip. Oh. Thank you, James. Yeah. You look very appealing to a younger demographic Thank as well. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's not funny, not by funny. the way. That, that, was that a laugh track? Because I guarantee you everyone in the audience was, was like, like just um, sitting there. And they're actors. Can't they pull it off, like pretend at least be funny? You would think, right? I mean, Hello. You would think that's why they were hired. Exactly. You I know, don't I know. thought Anne Hathaway, her career started what seems like at a younger age with The Princess Diaries. but. Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. That's true, The Princess Diaries. She was funny in that, that movie. Well, she lost all of her funnies. Actually, I think most of the criticism was more towards uh, uh, Franco. Franco, yeah. And I think painter. that was the whole the whole thing. The painter. Mr. Painter Franco. Um, Melissa Leo did have stuff to say uh, after the show. Um, what do, you know, uh, Things about her F-bomb that she dropped. There's a great deal of the English language that is in my vernacular. I really don't mean to offend and probably a very inappropriate place to use that particular word in particular. Well, so she she also uh, messed up last night. So Anne Hath, everyone, it's just a bad Oscar night, I think. Well, I mean, not for the winners, by the way. It happens every year, so. Not for the winners. They'll have time to make up. So anyway, we'll see, we'll see, how, we'll see how things happen. Um, I want to get Jason Kennedy on the line here in a minute. I'm going to see if we can get uh, from E. He does E! News, and uh, I want to find out if he can talk to us a little bit about his experience. Let's see if he's awake yet. He said that he said to t- he said to tweet uh, text him in the morning. Really? Yeah, and he's like, I, he was he was it's up all day. So let's find out if he's awake. Um. Okay, let's see here. That's what we do on the show. We just use our phones. We have, we have a <laughs> well, you know what's funny is actually it says here that James Franco actually had his cell phone on in his hand while he was on stage. Really, really professional. Really. Pro- the entire time. Yeah, and according to this, he was tweeting backstage pictures. Which is fine. I understand you want to keep your fans updated, but really, like the cell phone on stage at an awards party, awards event. It, well, it is kind of fun. Well, you know what it's like is Seacrest, when he does E News sometimes, forgets that he has his black. He's so busy. So he'll host E News if you watch his hands sometimes. He has his Blackberry in his hands as he's hosting E News with Juliana. Oh my God. Really? So funny. So funny. That is funny. And uh, it was she, just hilarious. Just absolutely hilarious. Um, but the red carpet stuff on E wasn't too bad last night. I mean, they, they did a good job. I don't, yeah. any, I don't have any clips, but anyhow, uh, yeah. So it was uh, whatever. It's it's the Oscars. It was decent. I'm mad the King's Speech won because I fell asleep during the movie. I thought it was so dumb. I, th- I thought Social Network or 127 Hours should win. Uh, best actor Colin Firth, um, best actress Natalie Portman, best supporting actor Christian Bale for The Fighter. Love him, by the way. Here's him accepting his award. And the Oscar goes to Colin Firth, The King's Speech. I have a oh, sorry, that's not Christian Bale. I pr- pressed the wrong button. This is Christian and, Bale. And, uh, of course, mostly my wonderful wife. Uh, I didn't think I was like this. I thought I was... Uh, uh, He's crying. My wonderful wife, who's my uh, mast through the storms of life. I hope Did he ever shave his beard? You, darling. I don't think so. And my, uh, our little girl, Emma, who's here. taught me so much more than I'll ever be able to teach her. So Thank you. He, he has his beard that he said that... Uh, uh, in, he hasn't shaved in 15 years. <laughs> yeah. No, but he's been growing out because he's been unemployed is the whole thing. So he's had this beard. He's been growing out. I, I, I don't remember if it was shaved yesterday or trimmed up at least. You know what I mean? Yeah. So God. I don't know. 
Anyway, <sighs> it, 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 is, it is what it is. Yeah, and the Oscars so, happens every year, so we'll have some more news exactly. to next year. So give me, uh, get, we'll, we'll, we'll talk some more Oscars in a little bit, because we're going to get Scott Mance from Access Hollywood to call in here in just a mm-hmm. few. Uh, I think actually on the 8 o'clock hour he'll be on uh, with us, and uh, he's their film critic, Access Hollywood's film critic, Scott Mance. He's going to give us uh, his look into the winners and what his thoughts are. Uh, give us a little lowdown on what's going on with, uh, you know, what our lovely little segment is called. What is it? Celebrity Milk? Yeah. Celebrity Milk. Celebrity Milk. What's happening with Celebrity Milk? Celebrity Milk going on right now. Um, you know, Oscars are happening. We've got Kelsey Grammer. Uh, what's happening with Kelsey Grammer? What's Kelsey going on? Kelsey Grammer, Mary's wife. Oh, gosh. Number, number one. Uh, we'll talk about that in a few. Jeez. Yeah, we've got some info on Catherine Zeta-Jones, Miley Cyrus, um, Michael Jackson's kids, Prince Paris, and Blanket. Oh, Blanket. Uh, by the way, those names are absolutely genius. Yeah. What other news do we have? Anything else to uh, talk some about? Some more we... drama-rama with Charlie Sheen um, and, you know, the latest movies that are coming out. All when we come back. Oh, well, I'm very excited to hear about all of this stuff. All right. Well, we'll see you guys in just a second. I love you. Take care. This is KSL. Every morning, we're going to be on for you because we love you. That's right. All right. Stand by for more Kyle Sherman. What the hell is that? Oh, it's rotten milk. Celebrity milk is just around the corner. Kids. Find out how you can hear all the hits from all the stars in high definition. Log on to our website and use keyword HD. This is CaliFM.com. There's more Kelly online at KALIFM.com. The time is right for a nice warm drink of Celebrity Milk. Utterly delicious news. This is all the good stuff right here. It's our one through one Cali FM, guys, and uh, we're broadcasting to you worldwide from Los Angeles, California, the entertainment capital of the world. Emma, give it to us. All right, good morning. We have some celebrity milk for those of you who are just tuning in. Um, Kelsey Grammer, Mary's wife number four. Um, he is officially divorced from wife I it was number five. three, Camille Grammer. No. Is it not five? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm, man, I'm bad with my news. That's why you do that. <laughs> he, um, he married Kate, Kate Walsh this Friday. The couple- Wait, I mean Kate Walsh of Grey's Anatomy? Kate Walsh, the Frasier star, wed wife number four, Kate Walsh. Yeah, that's uh, from Grey's, and then she has private practice. Get that, Kate Walsh? I'm pretty sure. I'm friends with Kate Walsh. I had no idea. Really? I know Kate. I've, I, They're when living I, in New York. Five years ago, when I moved out here, Kate Walsh uh, was a great friend of mine, and so was T. Well, TR still is. TR's in She's New like York. She's like 26 Broadway. years old. Kate Walsh is no, no, she's not 26. How old is she? I don't know. She's probably in her 30s now. Okay. I think she was in her 30s. She's right? like 40 years younger Let's than, find out. Gram- than Grammar. So anyways, uh, the well, couple... Grammar, first of all, is like a grandfather. <laughs> we got to get Greer to call in. I should I know, text Greer do. right Aww. now, her do- his She's daughter. She's from the pageant. With- 
the couple exchanged vows on stage um, at the at a theater in New York. And, um, you know, Camille's I don't know if she'll be continuing on with the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We'll see how that goes. Um, more celebrity milk. Catherine Zeta Jones was actually reportedly assaulted and punched by a crazy paparazzi outside of her hotel in London. What? She screamed out, I want a police officer right now. He punched me. Um, I don't know what well, she did to I, and then, the And then the paparazzi. police officer probably never came. They don't, they're like, okay, whatever. Yeah, you but know? What, what is Catherine Zeta-Jones doing to provoke a paparazzi or unless he's like on drugs? Well, Catherine Zeta-Jones is beautiful. Yes, And I is. wish she was still in the T-Mobile commercials. I, I, st- I actually got T-Mobile originally because of her. Oh. She sold me. Well, their marketing worked. Yeah. Um, Miley Cyrus in the news again. Billy Ray Silas had recently come out with... Um, She's comments. on another stripper pole. No. Billy Ray Silas had come out with some comments about his family that were really negative against Miley. And Miley said that she was really hurt and angry by her dad's comments about her recently wild behavior um in an interview with gq billy ray said he's scared for miley's future but according to us us magazine the achy breaky heart singer is just jealous um an insider says he was always upset he didn't get as much attention as miley this is his way of stealing the spotlight that's really sad that the father feels like he needs to share the same spotlight as his daughter just be happy just exactly just live your life wasn't he already famous right he had his time so let your daughter do her time. And hopefully she doesn't end up like Brittany. Yeah. Because uh, her with a shaved head would just be oh my God. hideous. I can't believe she did that. Now I'm thinking back on well, it. Well, I've wanted to before just for fun. But I mean, not like out of, you know. Well, I, I, I can understand. Why, like, first of all, what is this? Like, we're going back to like 2004 here. Right. Uh, when was that? That was years ago. But yeah. Brittany Spears, I, I honestly can see why. Like, she, she was just going crazy. She was losing it because she there was, was on a rampage. Not nonstop people following her around. I mean, imagine that. Yeah, it's exhausting. I can't handle it. Well, so more drama with Charlie Sheen. Um, he had I an interview I, with ABC. Go ahead. I just want to interrupt you. Yeah. I just said I can't handle it like it already happens to me. <laughs> anyway, go back to Charlie Sheen because he's always in the news. Now. Oh, my gosh. Charlie Sheen's latest. He had an interview with ABC's Andrea Canning. He said, yeah, I'm on a drug. It's called the Charlie Sheen. Um, he adds, there's some wrongs to be righted and stories to tell, but people need to hear my side of it. So uh, we we got a clip here. Just listen to this. I have one speed. I have one gear. Go. And I dare you to keep up with me. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I am on a drug. It's called Charlie Sheen. There's some wrongs to be righted. And there's some stories to tell that, that people need to hear my side of it. That well, one, yeah, man. Yeah. He, he's Charlie oh, Sheen is crazy. I said it on Friday. I'll say it again. He's literally a loose cannon. He is coming out with a book. Um, he apparently wants $10 million to spill the beans about the behind the scenes of Two and a Half Men. And oh, gosh. The title that he has in mind, you can call in and talk about this, uh, When the Laughter Stopped. I said to Kyle earlier, I said, you know, if it was so bad, why didn't he leave years ago? And why would you ever have something called Why the Laughter Stopped? It sounds so, it's the worst title it ever. It so bad. Like, oh, that sounds great. Yeah. That sounds really... It's really interesting. Great. I'd rather read about you in Vegas hooking up with porn stars. <laughs> Which is sad, by the way. Oh I'm sure he probably has plenty of STDs at this point. God. Um, you know, well, whatever. It's Charlie Sheen. He's just... He's all over... This guy is all over the place. I know. Right now, especially. Didn't he drive a car... Wasn't his car driven off of a, like his black Mercedes? Or like a while ago, driven off a cliff? Wasn't that Charlie Sheen's car? I have no idea. I think it was. Really? Yeah. I think you're we right. Talked it was to, in the news. We talked about it last year on the radio show. Oh, on this my show. God. Crazy. 
Uh, speaking of crazy couple box office reports, Owen Wilson's comedy uh, Hall Pass came out oh, yeah, of a Hall close Pass, yeah. this weekend with 13.4 million. Um, Nicholas's Cage, Nicholas Cage's Drive Angry came out with 5.1 million. Um, Liam Nielsen's Thriller Unknown dropped from the first to third with 12.4 million. Movies that are coming out this weekend: The Adjustment Bureau with Matt Damon and yes. Emily Blunt. By the way. Matt Damon. I love Matt Damon. <laughs> I love Matt Damon. That's all I have to say. He's so good. He's really He's good. He's an amazing actor. I just actor. can't take him seriously after the whole. Matt Damon. <laughs> you mean the, 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 what was that? The South Park guy said? Yeah. Trey Park. Uh, Matt Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon. <laughs> um, Beastly is coming out with Vanessa Hudgens and Alex Pettifer. And Rango is coming out uh, voice of Johnny Depp. By the way, drama, drama with Alex Pettifer. Um, and the star actress from Glee, according to E! News, they reported to be engaged, but it didn't end up happening. They broke up. Apparently, he's controlling. And um, his house, his garage, was like lit on fire in his premiere of Beastly. He was late. Everything's okay. Um, but just crazy that that was in the news. Kyle, did you see the pictures of that? I didn't see the pictures of it, actually. It, the video is crazy. Beverly Hills, house fire. I, I want to see the pictures of it. I mean, I, you were ta you called me last night and you were talking to me about this story. Yeah. And uh, I was actually really surprised. It, and now, uh, it, the whole there was a whole arson thing. Possibly, it's a, yeah. It was in the it was in the works, but I think it was really just like complications. But it's not. There's actually there's no arson involved. I, yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Because I was going to say that's a big. I mean, if it's arson. Then there's all this, you know, underlying stuff. There's it's a it's a bigger deal than you know. Yeah, it ends up being way more serious. So, hopefully, it's not actually arson. By the way. Oh yeah, let's hope so. That would be it, awful. It, Why would anyone horrible. do that intentionally? Exactly. It's awful. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah. So Charlie Sheen, and then there's this new movie. Uh, I love how I just said Charlie Sheen like randomly. <laughs> oh, Charlie Sheen! I can't get him out of my head. Charlie Sheen. So much in drugs the and Charlie Sheen. Hookers and Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen, Charlie Sheen. It's like the whole Tiger Woods scandal. I mean, I, I can't even go online like and look weeks. at a picture of a woman in a bikini because I think of Charlie Sheen immediately. <laughs> My life is forever scarred. It's horrible. I'm serious. I hate Charlie Sheen. Okay. I hate him. Okay, what's tell me what's this new movie? Because I've been here. It sounds so stupid. Oh. And it's. I, I don't I, even want to talk about it, but we will. Nomeo. <laughs> I love that. Nomeo and Juliet. It's, um, it, we, I have a clear listen. This is listen how dumb this movie sounds, by the way, and then we'll talk about what it is. Are we really doomed, Nomeo, to never see each other again? Why must you wear a blue hat? Why couldn't it be red like my father, or green like a leprechaun, or purple like um, like some weird guy? Like some weird guy. It's so just what's so some, dumb. It, it's, is it? It's like Romeo and Juliet, basically, except. It's Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, they call it the Romeo and Juliet ripoff. It's a, it's a 3D animated tale. Oh, um, sounds fun. It jumped from third to first actually, and made 14.2 million. So apparently, you and I, um, you know, are the only ones who dislike this movie. You know, it's yeah, cute, I don't it's cute for kids. Well, but. Exactly. You know what it is? It's a family movie. The reason it makes all that money is because the parents bring their kids there. They all have to pay for tickets, right? And then it's in 3D, so you pay the extra fifty dollars per ticket. You know, to go. Yeah. Whatever I'm kidding. You know, about I went that, to the movies this so weekend. Expensive. It's crazy. I went to the movies this weekend with my family. I felt like an only child because my brother didn't wake up in time. My dad was joking around saying, Wyatt, this is the true definition of you snooze, you lose. <laughs> it was great. It's so dumb. I know. And we saw um, the movie with Alex Pettifer and the girl from Glee, oddly enough. Uh, what's it called? I am number four. It was really good, actually. It was I was 
thinking it was going to be some kind of weird chick flick drama. But, but it was good. It was great. So people should go see it is what you're saying. People should go see I Am Number 4. And the music right. is great, actually. I really liked it. Well, I, I'll, I mean, you just convinced me to go see it. I think kind you of. I mean, you're not best at sales, but you you convinced me. For thirteen seventy five a ticket, it was worth it. Uh, Let's just say that. Uh, see, that's I don't get that. It's Why is it so, so expensive? expensive? And then it's like ridiculous. Skittles is our Skittles are four dollar four fifty. It's outrageous. Dude, Might as well go buy your own. See, the thing is, uh, first of all, I don't eat candy, so I because I already get enough cavities. I, I don't understand this, by the way. Let me just bring this. I'm going to rant for a second, then we'll go listen to some good music here. But li 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 listen, I, I don't understand how I get cavities. I've had this my whole life, and I eat good food and brush my teeth every day, even use Listerine and floss. But somehow I get cavities. I don't eat any sugars. It's, un it's so annoying. It's, like, ridiculously annoying. You're cavity prone. So I'm cavity prone, exactly. That's a what, bummer. What is this? This laptop here is making, it like, weird sounds, by the way, in the studio. It sounds like sour country. <laughs> and like what's that? Like what is that? It's so weird. Uh, I don't know. All right. Well, you know what that means? It's time for. It's time to listen to some music. Yeah, I want. I want to hear some chingy. And and by the way, I'm just gonna throw. Speaking of Liam Nielsen, I just want to throw this in here for you guys because I actually think. I mean, it's 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 a good thing, and we don't do ads on the show. And this is not really an ad, but it is sort of. It's for a nonprofit, and Liam okay. Nielsen is in it. And I want you guys to listen to this and tell me what you think. It's pretty easy to tell to, for you to tell me what you think because you can do it online. Tweet me. Twitter.com slash Kyle Sherman. And by the way, 1031 Cali FM is what you're listening to right now. KSL. You can give us a call live. 877-595-3424 if you want to comment on the Oscars or just make fun of Charlie Sheen with us. We'd love to talk or, to you. Or, you know, just uh, to say hi. You know what I mean? Because we like you know, we like to talk to people. Call so in and give fun. me some feedback as a new host. Exactly. Please. Emma, Emma needs Do me some, a favor. Emma, Emma needs a little work, but she's getting there. She's at 90% right now. She's my favorite co-host thus far. I've been doing the show four years. Uh, you know, anyway. Kelly FM is powered by the KSL Radio Network. All right, actually, I want to talk about this uh, continued celebrity milk, if you will. This is actually crazy. So I got this from a little insider. Here's the deal. Okay, so on January 18th, Regis Feldman on air said, I'm going to retire from the show at the end of the season mm -hmm. from Regis uh, and Kelly live. Okay, and so he's stepping down um, at the end of the season, which I don't know the date of, by the way, and he's leaving. And there's word on the street that Nick Lachey <laughs> is begging executive producers of the show for an audition. He's dying. This is a quote from somebody. He's dying to uh, host a morning show. And so he really wants to get on that show, apparently. How do you feel about that? Uh, well, Nick Lakaki, first of all, doesn't <laughs> belong on a morning show. I'm not a huge I'm not a huge Nick Lachey fan. I mean, what I loved about him on Jessica and Nick's show back in the day, Newlyweds, mm -hmm. was that he was very real. Mm -hmm. I mean, he like moved himself. Do you remember the episode where he moved himself and they had to bring that couch over? The By the way, guys, I've seen every episode. I have all the DVDs. Um, <laughs> but I, I loved that show. Actually, it was one of my favorite shows. Um, and for those of you who don't know, actually, I, I worked for The Simpsons for a while. Really? I, I was their new media person. I set up like Jessica's Twitter and stuff. Yeah. Oh, very so cool. Background. I've known Joe since I, I moved here. We should get Joe on the on the show sometime. Anyway, so uh, with all that said and done, Nick Lachey, I have a lot of respect for him in that way because he's like a normal guy. Mm -hmm. However, ninety eight degrees. I mean, come oh on. Are you God. kidding me? Because he, there, it just doesn't. It doesn't work for me. I remember to, to be on on you know TV with what is it, Nick Lachey and and Kelly in the morning. 
Oh, God. Come on. I remember my my very best girlfriend growing up. Her older sister painted 98 Degrees in her room. (laughs) Blue. Remember this song? Oh, my God. Classic. This is classic 98 Degrees right here, guys. 1031 Cali FM on KSL. Oh, here we go. Is that that Nick? I think it is. Here we go. Imagine him hosting the show. Rain. Come on. How do I know the lyrics? It'll be the morning show. I've been doing top 40 too long. Oh, Nick Lachey and Kelly Ripa. I can see him right now. In those director chairs. This be the opener. Yeah, this is the opener show. It's the all new Nick and Kelly live. And so now it, the show is shot. Okay, let's keep this in the background. I like this song. Oh, listen to that. Oh, just, oh, sorry. I, mean, I Actually, he should host the show. It's a nice morning. I'm actually, this. this is a nice morning it, music. It is. Actually, is it weird that I like this song right, right? now? Morning music. Like, tip, I, like, I like chick music and chick <laughs> movies. So uh, I'm the perfect boyfriend, uh, single ladies. Um, <laughs> check this out, though. They already have a house. Her uh, Vanessa Manillo, he's obviously dating. He was doing nothing right now, by the way. She has nothing going on for herself. But uh, she, along with Nick, have a place in New York where they shoot the show. So it'd actually be really perfect for them because they can move out there to their place in New York full time and you can do the show. That's kind of convenient. It's convenient. So I think like that's part of the pitch. It could possibly work. So he, yeah. So get ready. Guys, next season, if you see, now it could be full on rumor, but I have pretty, pretty, pretty close sources that have told me that this is absolutely true. That it's true that it's in the works, or it's true it's that, all that he hasn't got that he, it's true that he wants it very bad and he's going to possibly audition. Oh. He's like begging the executive producers for the spot. Wow. Now I'm going to do the Talk same. Talk about. I'm going to do the same and see how things work out. Okay. Oh, by the way, and speaking of this stuff, real quickly, because I know you want to get onto something here, and I'm so sorry that I'm just taking all this time up, but uh, this precious airtime. But let me tell you about this. On Friday, obviously, we both had some stuff go on. Uh-huh. I have to say that. Friday was amazing, uh, going in and hanging out with Mary Lynn. How did it go? She's awesome. She's hilarious. Now, I hope that uh, people at E are not listening to the show right now because they have been listening to it for years, which is how I even got in with E in the first place. So, Blythe, if you're listening, hi, good morning. Um, But, uh, and and Annie, hello. Good morning (laughs) to you as well. Um, But it went very well, in my opinion, and it shoots this week. So, let's cross our fingers. Did you get any feedback? Feedback was... That's great. That's, that's, that's great. good. That's I, all you I, need. I, I email, well, I know of them very well. So, like, you know, they're all my Facebook friends, yeah. all the executive uh, casting people. So I actually posted on Facebook. I, I love, you know, like last week before, and I was like, I love Mary Lynn. She played Chloe O'Brien in 24. Brown noser. Yeah, well, I didn't do that for that reason. But I was like, I, I've had a crush on her forever. I've gone to, she's a comedian. She's hysterical. I've, yeah, I just... I love her. She's great. Oh, that's funny. So anyway. So Friday went well. I, it went well. So we'll find out from my agent today. She'll call me and tell me kind of how things went, I bet. And like we'll find out maybe if, okay. I, na- if I nailed this we'll one. We'll talk about it tomorrow. So guys, if you could say a little prayer. Thank you. All right. Go ahead. Okay. What's happening? Moving on. Let's get rid of some Nick here. We've got some uh, for the women listening out there. And you know, maybe for the men. This is. I'm um, going to listen to this. Okay. I think you should listen up. For all you health nuts out there, you know, you probably. As I'm eating a Starbucks Thank thing, you. like I'm, I'm eating the worst stuff right here. Right. So vanilla I actually do latte. need to. I do need to. T- I'm, the vanilla. First of all, I like chick food as well. <laughs> vanilla. I'm, I'm like a straight. I'm like the straightest. I'm, I'm the gayest straight guy <laughs> that you'll ever meet. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I'm not even metrosexual. Look at what I'm wearing. But I'm the. <laughs> I'm the gayest straight guy you'll ever meet. I was going to say it the other way around, which is not true. But, I, uh, yeah, look at this. 
bad food morning here. muffin um just trying to gain some weight here guys yeah. lost 18 pounds since i went to haiti all right go ahead oh my god okay so five eating styles that could lead to your weight gain um you'd be surprised by what they are and yahoo shine offered a list of five eating styles that you would be surprised about so there are all different types of people out there. One, if you're the weekender, uh, you count calories all week. But when you get to the weekend, you give yourself the big break. Um, you try to let yourself go during the week to avoid the temptation to binge eat after your long day at work. Um, so if you're one of those people, make sure that you continue your, you know, your counting calories. You still think you have to count calories. Just watch what you eat and make I don't sure you count, exercise. I, I just eat the fattiest food I can. Like, you hear what I'm eating right now. <laughs> this... This is my breakfast, and it has probably 1,200 calories. It's okay. It's 8 o'clock. You should be eating breakfast. I'm like Michael Phelps. For all those people out there, eat breakfast. It's healthy for you. Okay, number two is the uh, the calorie drinker. So don't think that just because it's in liquid form, it won't make you gain weight. Coffee, cocktails, sodas, and many more can make you pack on the pounds. Juice, Jamba Juice, Smoothie King, Vivano smoothies from Starbucks, they're all calories. They're all kind of not great for you. None of them are good for you. I know that, but whatever. I, yeah. I, see, here's the thing. When I when I before Haiti and before I lost eighteen pounds and stuff. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta let me get some vanilla okay. latte to swallow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep going with no, my hold on, type, really, type really, number three. Really, really, I gotta interrupt you. Okay. This is my show. I'm kidding. I tell you. <laughs> it's so that's so dick. Um. Okay. But I have to say this. Before Haiti, I was eating so healthy. Why? You just because I was working out every day. I was like, if you saw a picture of me last October, when we did the show, we're, you know, I'm sorry. Wow, this is like really annoying to people probably. <laughs> I'm like eating this bagel that is not going down. Um, anyway, we teamed up with Ustream uh-huh. for last season. Uh-huh. So we have 4HD cams in the studio, and we used to broadcast the show. I just had to swallow some vanilla latte. It's really bad for you there. And and uh, there's video of me bobbing for apples on our Halloween special, <laughs> and and on on the HD cams. And I'm I'm shirtless with my buddy because mm-hmm. you know we're bobbing for apples in this like bloody water, oh. and we didn't want to stain our shirts. So I looked at this video recently. It's on YouTube.com/slash Costume Live if you want to see me in, in you know almost shirtless. naked. Dude, I was pretty buff. Like I actually had like a good looking body, and now I look in the mirror and it looks like I I. I, I look like a skeleton. Have you ever seen The Machinist with Christian Bale? I look like I'm like up for a role of that <laughs> of that that guy. I mean, it's just it's crazy. Oh my god. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Okay, so type number three is the low hanging fruit grabber. Uh, a nibble here and a nibble there won't hurt you, right? <laughs> You're so wrong. Um, taking samples of food from Costco or eating some chips at a party may screw up your weight if you overdo it. So keep track of what you eat. Yes, even the little bits. So, you know, it's good to eat a little bit throughout the day. Just make sure that it's little healthy grab-and-go snacks like yeah, see, yogurt. Yes, that's the main thing. Yeah, you got to eat throughout the day. Yeah. Like protein Lots bars Lots of little bits. Stuff. A lot of people, and my dad pointed this out to me when he was, uh, when I was working for him last year, um, that when you're eating and it's you realize it's noon, you're like, oh, it's time for lunch. You know, because it ends up being a good excuse for you to get away from your desk. Right. It's lunchtime, even though you may not be hungry because you've had three cups of coffee. So, you know, just kind of... Oh, is, is coffee really... So stimulants make you not... Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Get, yeah, that makes so, sense. So, you know, if you're not... If you want to get away, just, like, go get, you know, a huge thing of water. Don't go eat a whole bunch of food because it's really lunchtime. Eat when you're hungry, not because it's lunchtime. Um, number four is the stress eater. 
I'm sure in this town, there's a lot of people. Many people (laughs) eat a lot when they are stressed out. Try to think of times when you are most stressed and be prepared for them. This way, you will know ahead of time when you are in the eating danger zone, aka binging. So eating danger zone. (laughs) I love that. Hey, stop! (laughs) That's the eating danger zone. Danger. It should be like the whole countertop at Starbucks. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my god, I'm stressed out. I'm gonna be late for my appointment. Gotta grab a chocolate croissant. (laughs) Croissant. Croissant. Yes. Okay, and then the last type, I mean, I'm sure there are several more. Type number five is um, the judger. You may think you are eating healthy, but don't be fooled by health foods. Sometimes there can be too much of a good thing like almonds and other large portions of healthy foods. Everything is best in moderation. My mom has always told me that. Emma, you can have that as long as you only have a little bit. Goes with cupcakes, goes with almonds. And that's why you bake things for me now. Yep. You don't eat any of it. By the way, that banana bread from Friday. Was it good? Sorry, the bagel thing that I have from Starbucks. <laughs> I go down. But uh, it, was it good? It was so good. Uh, speaking of snacking on things all day, I snacked on those four banana bread muffins all day. They were so moist and delicious. Oh, I'm so glad. So I'm so happy you had those dying bananas because honestly, that was some juicy, juicy <laughs> it's, it's bread. It's very uh, uncommon that I buy bananas because bananas are very high in carbohydrates. So. Right, but they're you need potassium at some point, right? Potassium, right? <laughs> yes, you do need potassium. So if you ever get your foot cramps, you know why. Well, lacking I, bad bananas. <laughs> well, I've heard, and I said this on Friday, that black bananas are actually the best bananas. Mm-hmm, it's true. Those are the most ripe. That's what people eat. Um, all right, how about a little say my name? Because I miss, I really, really miss Destiny's Child. Do you? I do. Love this song. Love this song. One zero three one Cali FM. You're listening to KSL. Blackberry, iPhone, Android. We're live 24-7 worldwide. Head to mobile.califm.com on your smartphone to start streaming Cali FM now. Welcome back, everyone. We are here, 103.1 Cali FM, Kyle Sherman Live in the morning. We are in our second hour. It's about 8.15, and I just got a strange email from my mom. Um... This weird video website, Yidio, as many of you may know, I am a former Miss California, Teen USA 2010. Yeah! And and, and by the way, she looked very sexy this year uh, with her crown on and everything. And I actually put your crown on when I was hosting that thing this year. Yeah. That's how I met Emma, by the way. I met Emma. Yeah, at the Miss California Mm -hmm. pageant in Palm Springs. And when I was hosting the gala there... Um, that my mom yeah, put on, that, by the way. Yeah, that your Mary Baker, unbelievable follower, follower on Facebook. Um, She's listening right now. Hi, she, mommy. Is she really? Yeah. Oh, hey, what's up, Mary? And my ba- dad probably. Mary Baker and uh, Mr. Charlie Baker, right? Oh, very well done. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> that's called memorization. Uh, I talked to your mother on the phone for a while. She donated to my will. Anyhow, listen to this. I met you there. Yeah. Trot on your crown. I took your crown off your head, didn't I? You did. And I became Mr. California. Not, it was great. Not teen. It was a good day. That was a fun time. Yeah. So Your anyways, mom did a great job. Oh, yeah, I, I, I'm just, I, I get this email from my mom saying, check this out, strange compilation video. And it turns out it's, it's some fan um, in Peru, I'm Gotta assuming, created a video, a compilation of all of these pictures of me. Well done. And teens. So so me and all of the states in California and their Teen USA pictures and their pageant pictures and their modeling photos versus, literally versus, the teens in Peru and their pageant system. And it's like a four-minute video. We'll post it on a Kyle Sherman Live website later uh, so you can check it out if you're interested in 
looking at teenagers weird compilation from Peru but um it's really odd you know I have a whole bunch of fans um all over Facebook and you know I love them they're great they're really nice they're friendly they give me so much support and it's nice to know that there's so many people behind my back um but I do get sent some weird things every once in a while and um you know on my website my new website's going to be launching later this week and I'm really excited about www.emmabaker.us um you know and i'm really excited to be here at the kyle sherman live show so anyways by the way i love how you called the kyle sherman live show it is it's just kyle sherman live okay you know kyle sherman live show it's a show it's It's, cute it's It's cute that you say that all right well it's the kyle sherman live show that's what it feels like to me it's a show it's the two of us and (laughs) all right all right it's so dumb, by the way. This is what our show has become. Hey. Season four or three or whatever we're on, four years later. Oh, my God. It's the Kyle Sherman Live show. I'll add that on the website, yeah. kylelive.com. Well, I, right. I got some funny, little funny things to talk about. All right. Um, you know, I think you have a couple of things well, to I, well, I Yeah, well, one thing I want to say, before and before I get to this, we're going to talk about some public cell phone conversations, stuff that's like annoying, every, everyday things that annoy you. Yeah. But first, hmm. boy, girl, oh. you know, they blog on Cali FM. Yep. And they actually have a segment on the show. And right now live with us is Evan and Madison. Guys, what's up? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Wow. Her, uh, Evan actually uh, decided to wake up this morning. You're away. This is so different than uh, hey, thank last you. Time. Yes, the show will actually be good now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so wow. first, first of all, Evan and Madison being uh, twins, they hate each other because they're both so different. And I think one thing that pisses uh, Lindsay off is that because she's uh, like three mi- or four minutes younger, right? Is that Who's true? Lindsay? Um, uh, you, you, you keep know, reading keep, other things. I'm, I'm, it, no, no, no. I'm it's, sorry. it's all good. Actually, I'm you know so- what, Kyle? Uh, thank you for having us on the show, though. I really, really appreciate it. Um, I, I'm sorry that I wasn't on the show last time. Uh, Madison uh, thought it would be funny. Do not tell me about it until about, I would say, five minutes before we were going on. So, uh, Emma and Kyle, I apologize for that. No what worries. Think? I mean, uh, Madison, thank you so much. Thank uh-huh. you for having us here this morning. So, uh, what, what else is happening? So, uh, we, I was waiting uh, for you to we, go uh, on. I was like, start off by uh, just bringing everyone up to date on the website. Uh, we recently got on KSL's website. And, um, uh, Kyle, I was uh, wondering what you thought about it. Well, you're, oh, you're, oh, you're talking about the, the last post, the Man of the Month post? Yes, yes. Sorry. So here's what I do when people call in. I just don't listen at all, which is why I'm, I'm like, I'm, right now I'm reading things. Uh, and I was hoping Emma would take over. It's okay. I'm and listening. I just, I get so bored of your segment. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Evan and Madison, it's just that you yeah, guys Evan's are cruel. pretty boring. I saw, listen, I saw that you guys posted this evil thing about me and Haiti. Like, I'm trying to raise all this money, right? By the way, yesterday I raised $500 t- towards the well. Almost at three grand um, to build a well and a clean water well in uh, Haiti. You guys can see, uh, if you go to mygenerositywater.org slash Kyle, which is actually in your post, you guys actually posted that, which is nice of you, the link nice to you. where you can donate towards this well. Anyway, uh, you, you guys said some nice words about me being in Haiti, um, going there to steal money from Haitians. Um, and, uh, you know, I like what you guys are doing. The man of the month post is hilarious. Yeah, I actually so talk to talk about it. with yeah. uh, Madison about that. I read her recent post, and I didn't really understand how he was uh, qualified to be on it. Uh, Madison, 
Uh, I, I, I mean, I love the guy that you picked. He's a great guy. But the way in which he carries himself, well, uh, Madison can actually get into that uh, as to what he actually did. Well, my man of the month is an Army general, and he actually is probably the most um, charismatic I feel, person I feel that you like... could have picked because he actually did something nice instead of being a jerk. I'm sure, like, Evan wanted my man of the month to be. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, because you wanted him to, like, throw the glass of wine in her face, but he didn't. He actually went and got her a glass of wine. Wait, so awesome. hold you on. Know, Who great wa- man. I think, I think that, you know, I, I have to give him props for that. He's, he's a gentleman. But, uh, you know, you got to put these, these people in their place when, they're, when they kind of out, uh, step outside their boundaries. Like this woman, this, uh, what was she? She was, in, she was a, a White House aide. Is that what it was? Asked. Uh, advisor. Advisor, yes. Uh, well, big title there. Uh, she uh, she <laughs> didn't, even, didn't even turn around to look look at the guy and see that he's wearing like a full on uniform with tons and tons of patches and awards and like army accolades. Like he, she didn't even notice that, and she just said, oh, uh, "A glass of white wine, please. A glass of white." And 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 went off, and he got it. He brought it back, and that was it. And she she I think she apologized once. That was it. Now, Kyle, what would you do in that situation? Well, what, what would you in what situation? In, in, in grabbing a drink for someone when you are pretty much the uh, the uh, the honorary guest there. So you're talking. Like, so you, right. You so you're talking about the, uh, the, so the right attention. Right. So you're talking about someone handing you it as if you were a waiter, basically, is, is what you're saying. Exactly. Uh, to the honoree. Uh, well, I would do exactly what he did. That's why he's an honorable guy. I would take the glass and I would throw it into her face. No, I'm just kidding. But I would take the glass and I'd walk away with it and I'd, uh, I'd, I'd probably just give myself a little pat on the back and then donate money to my water well. <laughs> of course you would. Circle back around. And Emma, do you, do you agree with that in terms of where Madison's coming from as, as another woman? You know, she doesn't even know what to say right now. <laughs> I'm a little bit speechless. I'm I'm looking here at your post right now, and I'm looking at these pictures. And just by like, I haven't exactly had the time to read because I'm listening to you guys. But I, I'm liking Madison's post um, a little bit more just because this man looks like. Oh gosh, actually, I, I like, see. I personally, like I'm Evan's going with more. like visual appeal at the moment. <laughs> yeah, and you think he's sexy? Yeah, because uh, Evan has a. a- a bus. Wait, that's not a man. Hello. <laughs> well, first, it's like a man driver. First of all, first, okay, listen, guys. If you, want, if you want to see the post, go to califm.com slash boy girl, and you'll see the man of the month there. And it's actually, I think it's featured on the front page, califm.com. You'll yeah, see it, it on is. the front page. Yeah, recent so, posts. Yeah, okay, cool. So it's right there on the front page. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so now, for, first of all, Evan, tell me about your man of the month and this, or, or bus of the month or whatever. I don't know what you <laughs> Yeah, his bus here. of the bus month driver. costs $300. Hey, you know, it's a very sweet story, ladies, so just get ready to cry. Okay, it's it's about Mark Rose. He is from Canton, <laughs> Ohio, okay? You know, he wants to profess his undying love for his girlfriend of a few years. Which only costs oh. $300. That's all it's worth. The bus? Oh, is there a price tag on money? Uh, well, on I think it's an now? ad. Is there a price tag on love? You know what? Here's what he did. He took out an ad on a public bus that went throughout the entire city, and he arranged for his girlfriend to be at a certain spot uh, in Canton, and the bus stopped there, and he proposed to her with this huge ad on a bus. Uh, and you know what? The bus then went through the city for the rest of the week, and it is awesome because, you know, it just showed his love 
for his girlfriend throughout uh-huh. the entire week, and all, the entire city got to know about it. You know, if that isn't a great guy <laughs> and also someone who knows how to spend his money wisely, then I don't know what is. You know, it sounds like a uh, <laughs> it sounds like a plot to ask someone that. to homecoming. In oh yeah, school. it does. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, you know you I feel I feel like there's a lot of unappreciative women out there. Like you know, ladies, you you want to get married. How do you want to get married? Because he didn't have the balls to go <laughs> go up to the woman and ask ask her in her help. face. He just went to, onto a bus and had the bus advertise it for him. Okay, so it's now like we're getting into the fact to get that over them. Y- you want you want him to be in person. Like so, you, money doesn't matter then, right? I don't know. <laughs> the money doesn't matter to you, which, which is what it seems like, which is, uh, I would highly, highly doubt in your case, <laughs> Madison. I mean, it's on the side of a public bus. It's like it's like awesome if you were to put a McDonald's bus. ad on the side of a bus. Right, it's or like an awesome a public game. bus. You're, you're forgetting that. Did you see the picture? Did you look at the website? Uh, I'm looking right now. Yeah, I, you even said yourself it was that, piss and that, puke stain pile of metal. That thing is vintage Vietnamese, okay? Oh, so don't tell me that Mark didn't do. have good intentions there. I think the only reason you actually like this is because he only spent three hundred dollars. Oh gosh, this is this is great. Um, no, 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 absolutely not. But it is a very, very valid point. I think that you know the the proposals that you know go way over the top. Those are the ones that you know I think make it look bad for all guys. Kyle, I mean, if your best friend went and proposed to his girlfriend and had, like, uh, a, a few bands, mariachi bands, the uh, Philharmonic, and then a motorcycle fly through the air with a machine gun shooting in the air, and then, like, a plane riding um, uh, letters in the sky uh, to basically marry him, wouldn't you be a little bit ticked off that you would have to up that next time if your girlfriend found out about it? Yes. <laughs> Yes, that's the one word I'm saying. Yes, see that's the a... bus thing is great because you know what? It doesn't put any guy in an awkward position. It's like okay, this guy, you know, he found a creative way to do it. Didn't spend that much money, and listen, right. he didn't let make any of the other guys look bad. That's why he's awesome, and that's why he's the man of the bus. I want to know Boom. how much the ring costs. Madison, I'm hanging no, up the phone. No, 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 no. You only like him because he's cheap. All right, Madison, let's go. Let's hear your side. Yeah, he only likes him because he's cheap. Evan goes to dinner with me, and he always pulls the oh, I forgot my wallet card. <laughs> He did. I don't own a wallet. No pun intended. Uh-huh. It's got a money clip with nothing in it. <laughs> it's just a clip. Yeah. He just carries a clip. It's like an accessory. It. It's an accessory. Yeah, exactly. All right, Madison. You know, here's what though. we're going to do. Next time Next time I, I go out to dinner with you, Madison, I'm going to actually take a picture. Literally, Are you going to hire a bus to drive in front of the restaurant? <laughs> so I'm going to take my car. I'm going to get you a bus fare. I'm going to get you a, I'm gonna get you a month. A month-long bus fare. I want to see if you can actually do it. I, want to I see don't you know. I think that's a little too expensive for you. Hey, listen, I'm willing to put up the money if you're willing to ride it, because I think that you just think you're a little too good for it. Oh, I will ride the bus all day long. <laughs> oh, no, my just gosh. No work? You're just going to just work? Just ride it all day long? Yep. Okay, okay. Just you know what? Point. You heard it here first. I'm going to I'm going to get online right now. I'm going to buy the bus pass. You take it from downtown LA to work every single day, and, and after home. a month, I will take you out to any restaurant you want. Wow, uh, I get one okay. dinner. So wait, how yeah. much money is this going? Like, you should budget this out first Probably of all. Be like twenty bucks. Fare is like seventy five dollars a month. Okay, but here's the thing: if you don't do it, you know, <laughs> there's got to be something for me. Why does everything always have to be for you? You know, it's a give and take relationship here. I think it's more give give. <laughs> yeah.
You probably right too. Oh Anyways, my. we'll figure that out. Okay, if you if you don't if you don't know what to to put up against that, I think I think it's a great I think that's a great bet for you. It's almost win win for you. I'm buying everything for you as always. Uh huh. Oh, oh, real. So wait you a second. The real Evan. So listen, Evan. First of all, uh, this is what I want. This is what I want from you guys. Uh, I guess what you, you so you guys told me this, you're going to post a man of the month every month, obviously, because that's the name of the thing. But or yep, men of the last, month. Uh, every last Saturday. Every last Saturday of the month. Okay. Now and I will never and I'll, and I'll never go against them because the, the guys are always really good. That we and pick. then there's also going to be a woman of the month every second Saturday. Sweet. That's just confusing. Okay, so there's a woman of the month every <laughs> second Saturday of the. Okay, there's men I, and I there's see. women. I see. I, oh yeah, right. There's two sexes. Okay. Um, I understand now. I get it. Boy, girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, now you guys are also going to start a podcast at some point, right? Is that yeah, the deal? Is that the plan? And hopefully we won't. Yeah, hopefully we won't be arguing as much. But I can't. Okay. I can't uh, promise anything. Well, listen. Uh, thank you for uh, calling today. And just uh, man, you guys are crazy. You guys fought it out hardcore. And, and we'll talk to you guys next. Uh, and you know, whatever Wednesday or something. Please don't fail on that bus pass. I, I'm. I'm waiting. <laughs> All right, okay. guys. Okay, uh, thank you, Kyle Evan, and Emma. You guys Madison. are great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks, guys. Right. Thank you. Later. Peace, love, rock and roll. All right, that's Evan and Madison. Um, that was funny this morning. That was a funny topic. I, I mean, I, I can kind of see Evan's point on the whole bus thing, yet at the same time, I feel like it's very childish and very high school. Okay, so, uh, you know, what, what I want to do is, I know, I, well, I which so which one do you like better now that you know both? Madison, you like Madison better. What about you? Uh, I like. I personally like Evan's post. I thought it was. I thought it was really funny. Okay. So, you know, what can I? What can I say? Yeah, but I, I can't wait to see the next ones. I Honestly, know. their posts are really funny. When they made fun of my Haitian one, read my Haitian one out so that people can hear. And th- this is on CaliFM.com, guys. Boy, yeah, girl's so boy funny. Girl, right? Yeah, it's under boy girl, and they. they it, it's horrible. It's horrible. What the, in the picture I have with this child is great. It's a short little paragraph. It's titled Donations with a question mark. So for any of you those out there who are listening, um, Kyle flew 3,000 miles to break ground on a KSL Generosity water well. His his strategy of collecting donations from the public backfired when instead of taking contributions from the U.S., he showed up empty-handed trying to collect money from Port-au-Prince residents. The picture above recalls Kyle's pitch to a local girl in exchange for $5. Well, Kyle's face in this photo does look a little bit like, you know, Help me out. But I know that Kyle was there for a good reason. He did end up getting sick. And I know that he raised $500 yesterday for... Yeah, no big, no for, big deal. No big deal at all for generosity water. This picture, you know, they kind of chose the right photo, though, to go along with this caption, a little paragraph. So go to CaliFM.com and check it out. It's fun. Go to Boy Girl. All right, so right now, uh, Scott Mance from Access Hollywood. He is an amazing guy because he knows everything about movies. Uh, is with us to talk a little bit about the Oscars and his take on the entire night. Scott. It's such Let's a pleasure to have you. Are you on the ready? Show. I'm ready. So give it to me. What's going on? The, the word is boredom. Really? James Franco fell like a, a he was. It was 127 hours of sheer boredom. I know. Oh, I love that. He don't. He. I, I. I agree with you though. They were the worst hosts. I mean, Anne Hathaway had a couple good moments, but they were the worst hosts ever. I mean, they, you know, like the opening you know, just wasn't funny. Here, here's the thing. 
you know, he, I thought she was actually really good. She was radiant. She changed outfits six times. Yeah. But the thing is that she tried so hard to sort of get something out of James Franco, and it wasn't working. He wasn't responding. He was very stiff. They didn't have any chemistry. And, and that was just icing on the cake of a, of a show that because all of the predicted winners actually won, there were no upsets, there were no surprises, the only genuine thrill of the night was when Melissa Leo, when she won Best Supporting Actress for mm-hmm. The Fighter, she goes up to the stage and she drops the F-bomb during her acceptance I love speech. that. It is so funny. And if you guys weren't with us the last hour, actually, I have this clip uh, of her dropping the F-bomb. It's really funny. Listen yeah, to this. Yeah, I am kind of speechless. Golly sakes, there's people up there, too. <laughs> when I watched Kate two years ago, it looked so... <laughs> So effing funny is what she says, right? Yeah, so, yeah. But you know what? It's that she did make Oscar history as the first person to ever drop the F-bomb during the Academy Awards. No so, way. Leave it Otherwise, in the you know, I was sort of hoping that maybe Annette Benning, you know, she was nominated for Best Actress for The Kids Are All Right. Maybe she'll win over Natalie Portman. Maybe there'll be an upset there. But it just didn't happen. The King's Speech won four Oscars. Best Picture, Best Director, Original Screenplay, and Best Actor for Colin Firth. There were no, there were no other surprises of the night, and and unfortunately, because there weren't, that fell to the hosts to put on a good show, and it just didn't happen. And all I can say is, bring back Billy Crystal. Yes, I know. <laughs> I mean, talk about a real host, right? And and yeah. uh, you, you know, I have to say, I have to say, I actually was surprised that the King's Speech won. Uh, were were, you, were there surprises for you, or did you really know? I mean, you've mentioned that there really were no surprises of, you know, of, of that night, but did you predict that the King's Speech would win Best Picture? Well, you know what? It was very interesting, and I've been covering Oscars now one way or another for about 20 years, but uh, I have never seen an award show, that uh, you know, an award season go from being one movie and then to another movie just overnight. Because up until the middle of January, the social network was winning every conceivable yep. critics award, and it was at every award show was winning Best Picture. And then, just like the, with the flick of a light switch, everything changed. The, the, the King's Speech won the Producers Guild, the Directors Guild, and the Screen Actors Guild for Best Ensemble. And then that's when the tide really changed, because a lot of these Guild members are members of the Academy. And when you throw into the mix the fact that the King's Speech caters to an older audience, and Academy voters are generally, you know, I hate to say it, but they're pretty old, you know, it was it was just really pointing in the direction that the King's Speech was going to win all the top awards. Right. It was so interesting. I really, I thought personally the social network would take it and, uh, over the King's Speech, but I was surprised. So, the, so these guys, did they get tired of the social network? Is that the deal? No, no, no. I, I think that ultimately, you know, when you really think about it, it makes sense. I mean, The Social Network is an edgier film. Uh, it's about these, these young characters. It's about the Internet, you know, which is a phenomenon of the 20, 21st century, you know, Facebook. And I'm guessing that a lot of older Academy voters are not really into the whole Facebook thing. They're not and on Facebook, just yeah. You know, whereas The King's Speech was a movie that was about the, 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 the early days of World War II, and it was a, a triumph of, uh, over adversity with this king who had a stammering problem. 
And, you know, it was a very conventionally told movie. It was very straightforward, you know, that got by on, on great writing and great acting. And that just sort of caters right into the sort of thing that the Academy loves. Yeah, that's a really great observation because you wouldn't think that the, the people who are older in the Academy are, are stoked to go out and see The Social Network all about modern-day technology. You would think exactly. that they're more interested in something that's based on history and based on something that they can better relate to. Well, I can tell you the MTV exactly. Movie Awards this spring, I can tell you what's going to win there. Yeah, The Social Network. The Social Network. Yeah, exactly. Like at the MTV Movie Awards, The well, Social and, Network right. could probably kick butt. But yeah. you know, uh, and, and and look, I still think that the Social Network is is, is, is should have won. Uh, if I was a member of the Academy, that's what I would have voted oh, for. Oh, good. Okay, so- Vance, I'm so excited you say that right now. When when I saw the social, when I saw the King's speech, rather back at the Toronto Film Festival in in September, I thought it was a good movie, and I thought that you know the the performances were great. But never in a million years would I have predicted that it would go on to win Best Picture. However, a month later, when I saw The Social Network, I went, I love that movie so much, it made my head spin. And I really said, my gosh, this is the movie to beat. And then it's like all these critics groups named it Best Picture of the Year, and then it won Best Picture at the Golden Globes and the Critics' Choice Awards. And then, just like that... Uh, the Producers Guild, uh, King's Speech. Directors Guild, King's Speech. Screen Actors Guild for Best Ensemble, mm-hmm. King's Speech. And I went, wow, I don't think I've ever seen it happen just like that. Right. Where a movie just flipped. It was really something. I fell asleep during the King's Speech. I maybe uh, watched I mean, it at the wrong hour. I just didn't get into it. I don't, I, I mean, I'm sorry to uh, the listeners that, you know, love this film, uh, but I just never got into it. I couldn't, I just couldn't, and I, I was so happy when he finally gave a speech at the end. But, you know, see, that's when it, <laughs> you realize that, you know, which movies are targeted for a certain type of person, a certain age group. There was not a single explosion right. in the entire movie. <laughs> you know, I, that, and that's the thing. I mean, the thing about the social network, if you think about it, the social network is Citizen Kane. And I, and I mean exactly. that structurally. Yeah. It is Citizen Kane because just like, you know, if I can just sort of like go off on, on this movie a little bit, you know, the social network, just like in uh, Citizen Kane, Charles Foster Kane presided over newspapers. Mark Zuckerberg presides over the Internet. Both of those mediums provide information. And in, this, in, the, in uh, uh, Citizen Kane, uh, he screwed over his best friend, played by Joseph Cotton. Mm-hmm. In social network... Mark Zuckerberg presided over his best friend, Eduardo Saverin, played by Andrew Garfield. Right. And then in Citizen Kane, Rosebud was a sled, and in Social Network, Rosebud was Rooney Mara, the girl who broke up with Zuckerberg at the beginning of the movie. Wow. I mean, the parallels are, are, are actually very striking, and I thought it was just so brilliant in the way that uh, uh, the Social Network really was the Citizen Kane of the 21st Sorkin, century. Sorkin did a good job. And, and if you're just joining us, 1 through 1, Cali FM, uh, on the phone we have uh, Access Hollywood's amazing film critic, Scott Mance, and he's uh, speaking of brilliance, by the way, absolutely yeah. brilliant, which you can hear right now. Uh, Thank you. Just your analyzations are unbelievable. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, but, uh, Emma, you had a question, I know, for Scott. Well, I was just going to say, and brilliant is the exact word that the social network has been described as. It's just really clever, really brilliant. The parallels are crazy to, you know, some other stories, and I just think that, um, you know, It'll, it'll do really well at the MTV Movie Awards. 
I th- exactly. Well, I, I think that Steven Spielberg summed it up best right when he was about to announce Best Picture, and he said that that the the movie that does not win the Academy Award for Best Picture will join the ranks of like you know Raging Bull. And I feel like you know years from now when perspective sets in and people look back on the Academy Awards, they're going to say, "How could the Social Network not have won yep. over?" The King's Speech. You know, like right. we're talking maybe 20 years from now. Right. It's a timeless have, movie. You know, uh, of voters who who saw the Social Network and loved it would have voted for it if they were members of the Academy. Mm-hmm. How come, How do we not vote for the Social Network? I don't know. I thought it should have won. Well, well you, you know what? I, I agree. And uh, overall, it was uh, for me a slow Oscar night. It was one of my least favorite Oscar. Uh, you know, the eighty was the eighty third Oscars. My, my least favorite um, award show that I've seen uh, so far this year. And I was I was bummed. Well, I, I, I was agree bummed. with you there. I absolutely do agree with you there. I was bummed. All right. Well, hey, uh, Scott. I know you're a busy guy, and you're probably doing a million things today. So, uh, thank you for for calling in and just giving us a little bit of your opinion and uh, kind of wrapping up the night for us. Hey, you bet. Thanks for having me on the show. We'll see you next time. Yep. Thank you. Talk soon. All right, Scott. All right. I'm taking you out to so lunch long. soon. Okay. Yep. All right. It's on me. I promise. All right. <laughs> later, buddy. Bye. All right, that's Scott Mance, Access Hollywood's film critic. He's, he's fantastic. He knows all about movies. He's been passionate about movies uh, for literally his entire life since he was a little kid. And so he knows everything, like yeah. you could hear on the yeah, phone. Yeah, I mean, he's been in this industry for so, more than 20 years, and it's so, just really interesting to hear his perspective. Yeah, so he's great. Uh, you can catch him on Access Hollywood when that airs. Um, okay. Scott's always on. He's probably going to be on there tonight, actually. But he had a call later on. He was going to call first hour, but I guess he was recording stuff for, for Access Hollywood or for their show today. Um, see, look at look at this. We're just we're just getting people on the shelf. Right, Jason know. Kennedy of E News is still sleeping. I, I know this because uh, he hasn't read my BBM. He told me to BBM him to wake him up uh, to call in, but he hasn't only read it yet. Only been delivered. It's only been delivered. So he is either completely ignoring it and doesn't want to be on the show. He's been on many times, and today he just is. I'm gonna out. I'm so gonna go with he's sleeping. He's sleeping. Yeah. I guarantee you. He said he, he had the longest day of his life yesterday. He was up from 7:30 till like one in the morning. I was talking to him. Oh my god. So uh, you know. Anyway, uh, the Oscars were were a bummer. So I'm happy that they're over. Let's let's be honest. Yes. This weekend's over, and let's we can move on. on with our lives. Yeah. Okay. I never really want to hear anything else except Melissa. Yeah, Leo I am swearing. kind of speechless. Golly sakes, there's people up there too. <laughs> when I watched Kate two years ago, it looked so. <laughs> I love that. I think that's so funny, by the way. That she's so swore. real. And there's like, I, but they should. Why do they censor that? I wish we were more like Europe. That there were boobs on TV, <laughs> and that there was swearing on TV. You know, Europe takes explosions offensively. Do they really? They, yes. That's one of the big differences. I mean, there's several. But what? Do they do? Yes. They're like extremely offended by explosions and violence. I've traveled Europe extensively and I had no idea. Yeah. If you see the difference in the movies, it's really interesting. Uh, okay. Well, I'll pay. I'll try to pay attention next time. Okay. Um, listen, here's here's what I want to do. I want to hear about this. Uh, I want to take We got to take a break. I want to listen to some music. But uh, coming back, I want to talk about... Uh, what what certain things annoy me? Because every day... This list is hilarious. Yeah, this list is hysterical. And these things are very true. They honestly make me so angry, you have no idea. Let's call... People call in and we'll talk about it. It's just so funny. Just one of, what is your biggest pet peeve that people do? Let's see if you remember the phone number yet. Can you do it? Yeah. What is it? one kyle 424 
Yeah, it's 877-595-3424. Write that down. You can also go to CaliFM.com and scroll down to the bottom of the page and see our phone number there. And you can call in and say hello and good morning. And actually, we should have Charlie or Mary Baker calling because I'd love to say hello to them. Yeah. Let's have your parents call in and we'll try to get them on the line. Okay. I think it would be very fun to talk to them. because lo- they're, they're like the nicest people, by the way. They truly are. Your mom is like the sweetest person. I actually don't know. Your, your dad at all. So maybe your dad should He's awesome. In. He's working hard at, so at I can, the office. Is he? Yeah. What does he do exactly? He owns a commercial security company in San Diego called California Commercial Security. And uh, I actually worked there for the past year and a half in uh, reception and as a general office assistant. And I loved it. It was great. It's really interesting to see how hard my dad works and, you know, to see the family business. I guess it's kind of scary in a way to learn. Well, the family business thing. I did. I, I worked for my dad when I was like doing construction, really? and yeah, he owns. A, he own, he's a he's a general contractor. So he like produces mm-hmm. building a, an industrial thing. And see, we work with general contractors because we only do commercial buildings. Got it. Yes, yeah, so that that's my my dad. So he's the general contractor, and he's an architect as well. So it's interesting. I, I did Where all sorts live? of stuff. Chicago. My parents oh. are in Chicago. Where I'm from. All right. Kelly FM is powered by the KSL Radio Network. In fact, I'm still whipping my hair back and forth. She's that like entire 10. she's like ten years old. I know. Well, have you seen the music video? First of all, yes, she's like throwing that her hair around. That is my favorite music video I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Now I love black and yellow. Willow Smith music video horrible. And you know what I love? You change one word of bla- uh, of whip my hair, and it becomes like a pornographic. <laughs> Kind of hor- horrible, like if it was if it was like Britney 10. Spears, yeah. So like they're like, oh, what should we do for Willow? Um, oh, we'll change, uh, you know, B I T C H to uh, hair. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like who says whip my B I T C H? You know. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, whatever. It's. Oh it, my god. Okay, so it, but, you know, b- before we played whip my hair, I was talking about certain uh, everyday things that uh, you know annoy people. Yeah. And the greatest thing is, we told your mom to call in, and she did. And so we have Yay. Mary Baker with us. So Mary, welcome. To uh, thank K- you very KSL. much. Good morning, right. Mama. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so I, we're going to get your opinion on this stuff. Okay. Okay. I hope you're not in the public because <laughs> the, this first one is public cell phone conversations. <laughs> These are some scientific reasons why stupid, simple things annoy us so much. Okay. So there are okay. super simple scientific reasons why people get annoyed about these things. So uh, public cell phone conversation. Where are you right now? First of all, are you in home? Are you at your house? I'm at home. I'm at home. Yeah. Okay. In the kitchen. On a scale of one to ten, how annoying is it when there are public conversations? People are talking really, really loud in public, like at a restaurant or waiting in line during the movies or in the shopping store. Like, how annoying is it when people on a scale of one to ten when they talk out loud? I'm okay, pretty sure it's on like seven. Ten being the worst thing ever. Yeah. The worst. The, the most annoying. The most ever. annoying thing in the world. It depends we, what they're can talking we about. Twenty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yes. Well, can fine. we choose twenty? Yes. <laughs> yes. We can do twenty. Okay. So twenty. Pa- really? <laughs> <laughs> On a scale been... of one to ten, twenty. Okay. Yeah, I kind of agree. When you're when you're standing in line waiting to you know pick out broccoli and someone's talking about how their dogs the groomer and like has kennel cough. I just hate when it's, I hate when it's like really personal. You know, like you, you know. He told me. Yeah, and it's always, I mean, not to be sexist, but it's always a woman, like, hey. know, with, like with another woman on the phone, I, I assume. Talking drama. Talking drama. Like, oh my God, the guy told me yes, that. And, yes, and I'm but, like, just but shut unless up. Unless you're at the airport, it's the guys. It's the men. So true, Talks right? About business. 
Oh, well, it's true, actually. Yeah. That's funny. You know, when and it's I was like four o'clock in the morning and all you want to do is be quiet. And they're like talking about their next flight and layover in Europe. That was us with ha the Haitian flights. Oh, on, so on layovers annoying. On a 20. We were like, you know, yeah, well, God, what can I say? Well, this is the scientific reason, so, supposedly, why uh, this is from crack.com, by the way, why people get really, really annoyed by public cell phone conversations. It's because the human brain likes things to be predictable. Hearing, it's, uh, hearing half a conversation makes the human brain fritz out. I guess it makes it go crazy. It just can't ignore the person yapping on the phone because it can't figure out the full story. And that's really true. It's so funny because like, you start assuming what's going on. Yeah, exactly. You start like I just assumed that there that women talk to other women about drama. It could be their uh, you know their guy friend, <laughs> which I'm usually that guy friend by the way. Not only do I like chick movies, chick drinks and chick food, vanilla lattes. Right. I also like chick conversations on the phone and songs. And chick songs, exactly. Yeah, but, you know, I actually don't care what they have to say, and so why should that invade my personal space? <laughs> uh, I've got my own thoughts going on, so why should I have to listen to, you know, the dog at the groomers? Yeah, that makes dog sense. Dog at the groomers. <laughs> That's what I said. Invasion of space. That makes sense. All right, so uh, the, the second one on the list, Kyle, what is it? Crowd pushiness. I guess, I guess that means like, you know, when, when you're in a giant crowd, like at Woodstock, for example. This is my number one. Uh, and people are like pushing you around. Mm -hmm. Like it's very, like I can't handle that. First, That's why I don't go to big concerts. I can't, I can't deal with people in my personal space. This is going to sound really snobby, but I'll only go to an event if it's some sort of box <laughs> where I have space. Yeah. Like, wow, I, Kyle. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's not actually true at all. Of course, I go to an event, and uh, you know. But but what it's I'm saying is, it's in your dreams, though. You right. dream yeah, that well, well, in order to overcome pushy people, that you would be in a box. Yeah. Well, I you know I just I try to make the right friends for the wrong reasons. So what's the scientific reason that we get annoyed by annoying people? Uh, well, I guess apparently. So well, first, Mary, you agree with with this, right? The crowd pushiness thing. Yes, although, I don't know, you know, I grew up in Europe, and Europeans have a very different personal space, um, square footage area, than they do here. <laughs> and bubble. they tend to just be a lot closer to you um, than here, it's than yeah, in the United States. So I think I'm a little guy. bit more accustomed to having people close to me than... Yeah, you mom could. definitely is. I can tell you right now. Mom's I, I, very close I hugged her like twenty times, by the way, when when we were uh, when, when we were out there. Anyway, for the Miss California <laughs> stuff. All right. So the scientific reason we are wired to protect our personal space because we are subconsciously protecting ourselves from being trampled in a stampede. And there's wow. one more here. Road, yeah. Well, uh, that that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Road rage. And this is the reason why people have road rage when driving a car. We humans consider our vehicles a part of our territorial space. So when someone cuts us off, we instinctively, uh, instinctively react as if someone had run into us on the street and then ignored us completely. And then it pisses so, you off. And then it makes you it ma makes you angry. So uh, anyway, Mary, those are those are what's well. Also, also, I think you don't get it. It's in, it feels unjust. I think it feels unjust, and you don't have a chance to say, "Hey, wait a minute, that wasn't right. What you did, you're just left there hanging." Yeah, like, I agree. Betrayed. Uh, well, Mar Mary, I, I love you. I hope you're a baker as well. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, ironically, your last name's Baker and your daughter bakes really good things. Um, I was hoping maybe you could make me something on like a Wednesday since she's only bringing things on Friday. <laughs> I actually, she's a great baker. I'm a better cook. Yes. This oh, is okay. like cooking meals. 
savory things. Wait, how far away do you live from the studio? Do you and Charlie live from the studio? <laughs> Too far. Two and a half hours. Two and a half hours? I'll make the drive for some good food. <laughs> it's a date. <laughs> do you realize well, what I mean? one time when I come up to visit Emma, we'll invite you over for a home-cooked meal. How about I, that? I love I just invited myself to your place like two and a half hours away. You just invited yourself to my apartment. I know, that's so rude. It's like that top 10 things that annoy people. Oh Mary, thanks for calling in. Thanks, and Mama. Have a, have a good morning, okay? All right, you too. Bye, All guys. Right, bye. bye. All right, so listen, uh, I'm going to get Jason Kennedy on the line here to give us uh, just a little background. I've got to go back to Oscars again. I, I wish these guys had, uh, you know, a better sketch here, but apparently he just woke up. So my BBM didn't work so well. And for, for you guys to know BBM, by the way, go get a BlackBerry because what you can do is instant message between people and you can see when it's delivered in red. Let me just tell you the serious genius. benefit. And you finally, you finally got one, which I know. I'm so happy Let about. me just tell you the serious benefit of BlackBerry Messenger. In my garage, my apartment complex, underground, I have no reception with texting, phone calls, or anything. But with my BlackBerry Messenger, I can send an instant message and it goes through. And actually, they say that people in the national security can't have Blackberries because BBM can't be traced. And so there's no record of what you're actually saying to people. And so they've been able to uncover some kind of like, you know, people sending secret messages and things going wrong, but they're not able to trace it. And then there's like, you know, people getting in trouble. So anyways, I, you know, I love my BlackBerry. It's great. I just got it. And, um, you know, so far so good. Kyle, do you love your BlackBerry? I can't live without my BlackBerry, first of all. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's great. Do we have uh, do we have someone else calling in tonight? Well, this we, morning, we, I mean? in, in, in just a minute, he's, he's, uh, he's trying to work out a situation with his BlackBerry, ironically. Okay. So he's going to call in and uh, just give us a little backdrop of what, what happened last night at the Oscars, and then uh, you know, we'll wrap up the show, and uh, we'll do it again uh, tomorrow, because we're doing the show. I, I can't believe we're doing the show every morning now. I know, I'm so excited. I've done, I've done KSL for four years. You're my favorite co-host by far. And, um, you know, I just- Thank you. I, I don't know, I just, Emma, there's something about your co-hostingness that is very good. You have a good <sighs> vibe, you have a good vibe, let's put Thank it that you. way. And maybe it's because you brought me banana bread on our first show. It might be, Friday. but every Friday, get ready. It's going to be like, like this Friday is going to be so good. I can't even tell you. I oh. might have to enjoy. And you know what? There is one more thing that I miss on this list. And uh, it's people acting like jerks. Take that one. What was that one about? People acting like jerks. Uh, you know, I'm highly annoyed by people who are really rude, whether they're behind the counter working or they just don't show enough personality. But it says that people actually act like jerks to ignore others because of an urban overload. According to scientists, we have to wade through thousands of potential social interactions every day. This is something I have become very good at. In order to deal with this, we have to be very selective about what we focus on. This leads us to unconsciously ignore others and live in our own little world so those people behind the counters working who really don't like their job and they don't want to interact with people and be friendly cut them cut them some slack well you know even though i have a very hard time doing that because i, I can't I, you're I lucky can't you have a job should i say i just i i cannot handle people who are jerky it's rude it's flat out rude it is i know it's horrible i know and i don't understand what's wrong with jason right now what's he what's he doing We'll find I don't out know. I do have something funny to talk about, though. Well, it's not. There are there's a list here. And, there's a list. Yeah, and there are only about eight little bullets, but it actually is an article that says 47 reasons to stop encouraging Lady Gaga. Now, personally, I'm a fan of Lady Gaga. I think her music is great. I think it's really different. I don't know if I like her as an individual. I think she's a little bit out there. What was it, the meat dress? <laughs> that what and was some wrong others. With, what was wrong with the meat dress? Mm. 
we won't talk about that. Against it might have been the egg. So, the if, egg, so if egg. any of you were That's watching, right. uh, what what awards was it two weekends ago? Um, the Golden Globes. Yes, the Golden Globes. Lady Gaga arrived in an egg, and it was filled with oxygen that could only last for three hours. But she went on the morning show um, and told everyone that she was in there for three days. And um, so the number one reason that you should stop encouraging Lady Gaga is the egg. The second reason is the fact that she said she was in it for 72 hours. And the third reason is the fact that she wouldn't explain how she peed in it. (laughs) She's crazy. So the day she went on the morning show, she actually wore a latex inspired outfit because she was there to talk about um, the her Mac, her association with Mac makeup and the HIV. uh, I don't really share an association with Mac makeup. Yeah, she does. It just came out. It's like if you buy a lipstick from Mac makeup, you all 15, 1495 of the proceeds go towards preventing HIV and sending supplies to third world countries. Moving on, the fourth reason, it's actually number bullet number 12 that you should stop encouraging Lady Gaga is uh, she uses that kind of semi-big wording that doesn't work as well with little words. Um, and if you haven't noticed, she's recently come out with possibly and potentially British accent, kind of something like Madonna used to do. I don't know. Um, and the f- number 40th reason she's crazy is here's how she says she spent Valentine's Day. Quote, I was in my bed with tons of shoes. I was holding all of my shoes, my Valentine's. Right. She's crazy. I mean, I love her music. It's inspiring. It's fun to dance to. It's fun to listen to and blast in your car and sing along to. Um, you, you know, you may not want to look up to her as a public figure and respect her political views and opinions. But, you know, that's Lady Gaga for you. So, I, I, you know, I, I don't know what else we've got going on this this morning. Uh, I know that tomorrow we'll be talking a little bit more. There'll probably be some overlaying drama for the Oscars and uh, some more going on. But um, Kyle, is, is someone on the phone for us? Yes, E! News. Jason Kennedy is joining us right now live from uh, your vehicle. Where are you right now, Jay? Yep, live from my vehicle. Hard hitting stuff. Yes. Good morning. Well, very, yeah, very, very good morning to you, man. I know you had a crazy day yesterday. Uh, what, what were you doing? You, you were all over the place all day for the Oscars. Yeah, he pulls out all the stops for the Oscars, and uh, it, w- it was a really good day. Crazy long day. We do uh, a countdown show, which is about four hours. Uh, then we do a live from the red carpet show, which is two hours. And then we do a post show, which turned out to be two hours. So I hosted uh, the countdown show with a couple other people and then uh, hosted the post show as well. So it was um, it was fun. And it was it's interesting because, I'm you know, as, as you wake up, you read some of the reports. The Hollywood Reporter kind of bashed James Franco for his hosting abilities. They didn't think that he did a good idea. They didn't think that they should uh, have put – Actors in the hosting position, um, and a lot they of should have hired the you. Show moved really slowly. Yeah, well, I know What's that. Up? That's I said they should have hired you, but that's the truth. I mean, I the, from everything that I saw, uh, you know, Anne Hathaway had some good bits, but James Franco was extremely boring. I mean, the, the, like I, he didn't even act like he cared about being there. And I mean, as an actor, wouldn't you think that you'd spend some time becoming a host? You know, you act like a host. I mean, become that character just for some time for the for the Oscars, the biggest award show. Come on. You would think you would think that he uh, w- would have done that. I mean, they had a few weeks, maybe even longer, to prepare for it, and they were funny in the uh, behind the scenes uh, B-roll and footage and stuff that was sent out that a lot of the uh, stations used to promo. 
I and, agree. I uh, thought that was it hilarious. It looked like it was going to be really good between them. Yeah, and she and I thought Anne did a really good job, to be honest. Um, but James seemed like he wasn't into it too much. But he, that's how he is. I mean, he's the type of guy like, hey, this is me. Take me as I am. You know, in interviews, he used to be a lot, uh, let's say, shy, more quiet is probably the nicest way to put it. You know, a couple of years ago when I first started interviewing the guy, he's gotten a lot better. Um, but he's not the most outgoing person. That's just who he is. Right. Well, you know, the, the the movie 127 Hours was probably perfect for him because he was just stuck between a rock by, you know, in a hard place by himself. So, uh, you know. That's okay. So, so That's Jason, were you surprised at all that The King's Speech won Best Picture? Because to me, that was extremely surprising. I really thought The Social Network would take it. Uh, I don't know. I, I think um, all throughout the award season, um, from the smallest award shows to the biggest, I mean, it was kind of a ping pong between um, the social network and the King's Speech. But, I mean, it, it was all about the King's Speech last night. It won Best Director, Best Picture. Colin Firth won for Best uh, Lead Actor. So um, I wasn't extremely surprised. That that's my that was my pick, to be honest. I didn't think the social network was going to win. But uh, I think the, the buzz kind of faded out on the social network. And uh, I don't know. Colin Firth was absolutely unbelievable on that. So uh, I think it was well-deserved. See, I wouldn't know. I've been talking about this uh, since the first hour. I just, I, I'm, I just wasn't a fan. I fell asleep during during the movie, and I was so excited when when he made a speech finally. Spoiler alert. Well, you're kind of a, I mean, you're kind of a hyper guy, you know, Kyle. So <laughs> to put it I nicely. understand that a real good movie like The King's Speech would put you to sleep. You, you need <laughs> you need constant action. Well, how is the Social Network constant action? I was into that movie hardcore. There's definitely more drama and, and things going on in the social network than the King's Speech. So I need stimulation is what you're saying. I, that word's weird. I don't like that word. <laughs> so, okay. everyone feels so, so give me a movie I should go watch then that I haven't seen. I mean, you obviously probably don't know what I haven't seen yet, but give me I'm a movie. What, what's that? I am number four. Oh, I'm number four? Okay. Well, uh, Jay, what do you think? I haven't, I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen. I heard it's great. You know, I saw it this uh, weekend. I saw it this weekend. It was really good. It surprising me. Really? Yeah, it surprised me, actually. I wasn't expecting it to be as exciting as it was. And the, the, bad, the bad guys in the movie were portrayed really, really well. They, I, like, I might have had nightmares. They were so creepy. <laughs> I'm definitely going to have to uh, check that out. That was but when I think sense. about Kyle, I kind of think of, I feel like he needs to go see Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> there needs to be one explosion. Yeah. needs to be one explosion. Yeah. I'm good to go. God. Oh my gosh! It's a li- well, I, you know, it, you reminded me actually of that movie right now. So I'm going to go watch that after uh, you know we end the show here. Glad I could help. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, Jason. I know you have a busy day ahead. When do you start shooting E News? Are you doing that today? Uh, yep, yep, yep. Doing that whole thing. I'll be anchoring the show with Juliana, so we'll have a full roundup of uh, everything that happened at the Oscars. If you didn't get a chance to see it and all the after party stuff, and that starts tonight at seven and eleven thirty. We'll be shooting it uh, a little bit later today. Awesome. So you guys, you guys shoot it in the middle of the day, typically. All right, well, that's um, what it's, no, that's what yeah, it sounded pre- like, pre- buddy. We pre-tape some stuff. We, we do some pre-tapes, and then uh, some of the stuff is, you know, takes place a little later in the day. It's, it's pretty much how all the entertainment shows. Because you guys break uh, some news, so you have to do it, you know, at some point, you know, as at the end of the day, so you can break news from the day, right? 
Yeah, and then you have to send it earlier in the day as well because, you know, you have to make it over to the East Coast because of the time change uh, by 7 o'clock. So it's just one big puzzle. How many Twitter followers do you have? Do you know off the top of your head? Um, actually, I have no idea. 80,537. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, so you and Ryan Bassford are the exact same. You guys both know exactly how many you have. You know, it's funny, uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan Bassford, who hosted with me last year on the show, he, he, uh, he's so funny because I tested him, actually. I was like, you know, he obviously always says things about his Twitter and how many followers he has. And, and I tested him. I said, well, let's see if you can get it within three, because I assumed he could do it. And he got it within two without looking at his phone. It's amazing. Really? Amazing. What the talent the kid I don't has. Know if I really- I don't know if I really have 537 uh, attached to the 80,000, but I, I think it's around there. But I'm, I'm, I get like nervous to tweet now because I'm like, there's no way this many people should be following me. It's very flattering and cool that that many people watch the show, but uh, it's just Twitter at the end of the day. Yeah, well, see, I, the thing with Twitter now is you, you don't read what other people are saying. Because you're so busy tweeting your own thing, you don't have time to look at the timeline. You, you know, now you're following 200 people. It's just a lot of work. So, yeah, you know, very it's a very, it's a very narcissistic, yeah, system, system you know, and, and, uh, you know, at least on Facebook, you can share photos, which is why I thought the social network could have, you know, should have won best picture. But anyway, have fun, have fun uh, anchoring today. I'm, I look forward to seeing Thanks, you tonight yeah. on the television. Good to chat with you both. Thank you so much. You too. Thanks Take for calling care. in, man. And, uh, ha- have a very restful uh, day. Cause I know you probably are wiped from yesterday still. You too, thanks. All right, later, buddy. Uh, Jason Kennedy, E News. He always uh, he's like the new Seacrest over there. He, yeah. Seacrest has always gone an idol, so he he does everything with Giuliano over there. All right, so that's the official wrap up of the Oscars. Never I talking about it again because it was the we'll worst. Never it was talk about the Oscars again. The, the worst, <laughs> the worst Oscars ever. First of all, I, I can't. I I, I will. I, it, it, honestly, they, like Scott Mance said, they must. Billy Crystal, come on. They must be getting a lot of heat today. I, they, I'm sure they are. Yeah. I mean, it was just the, I, whoever whoever came up with that idea is just stupid. I'm sorry, whoever I'm, whoever it is, I'm sorry to tell you that that you need to be fired because yeah. you did your job terribly. And I don't know if they waited till they procrastinated until the last minute to make the show. But okay, it was horrible. Pick pick new people next time. Make things run faster. Let's spit let, MTV style. Let's shoot it like you know, quick camera moves. Let's get some handheld cams right. in there. We it's just. Come on, what are we in 1960 right now? It's like, I, come on, we have HD television sets. I don't, I, I don't want to see the same old boring thing. The Oscars in 3D next year. Get ready. That's what I want to see. All right. I want to well, see the Oscars in 3D. Is that, is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Tomorrow morning, back here, seven to nine. Me and Kyle. Today we ran live. Cali FM's angry, and uh, it's okay because uh, we'll make it up to them at some. We'll run really. We'll run really. Uh, like, uh, what am I trying to say? We'll run short one day to make okay. up for it. Sorry, guys. We're 10 minutes over. Okay. Sorry, Callie. We, lo- we love you. We do. I swear. All right, guys. If you want, go to uh, 103.1 Cali. Well, it's actually it's CaliFM.com, I guess. But it's 103.1 Cali FM. This is Kyle Sherman Live. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. tonight. Dude's talking about chicks. I co-host a show with Trip, and we give guys all over the country dating advice and uh, we'll take your calls tonight okay and you can go to dtac.fm's dtac.fm to get all the info on that we'll see you tomorrow